Apple presents events at the Apple Store. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Gameloft's Chip Smith, and tonight's guest panelist. Thank you, thank you, everyone. I'm Chip Smith. I work in customer relations at uh, Gameloft. So I didn't work specifically on the Spider-Man game, but I'm a big fan of Spider-Man. I'm really happy to see see it launch back on the 10th, and we're really excited to share to you, with you guys a little bit about the development. Um, before we go in and introduce all the panelists that we're going to have, we wanted to show a quick little trailer of the game so you guys can see a little bit of what the Spider-Man Unlimited game is like. Dimension is doomed! Sweet. Spider-Man. Nick Fury? This can't be good. You got that right. Sinister Six will be sorry they ever met me. Thanks, thanks. Man, I have to say the sound system here is really great. I could feel all the bass during that whole trailer. It's really nice. So let me introduce you guys to the panelists that we're going to have today. They're going to talk. All these guys are either from the Gameloft team or from the Marvel team um, that worked on this game. So first up, we have Fred Van Lenti. He's from Marvel. Uh, next up, we have Steve Mullinson, the producer for the game from Gameloft. We also have Chase Mortz, one of the writers from Gameloft. And last up, we got Tatiana Nahai. All right, and I'm going to let each one go down the line and kind of explain a little bit of uh, what their title is and kind of what they did on the game, starting out. Sure. Uh, my name's Fred Benlenti. I wrote Amazing Spider-Man, Web Spider-Man, Marvel Ventures Spider-Man, and even Zombie Spider-Man. So I have a uh, wide breadth of Spider-Man experience. And Gameloft uh, and Marvel, uh, the Marvel Games Division, asked me to come in and consult for Chase, who actually wrote the game. Uh, I'm Chase Moritz. I'm the um, lead narrative designer of the New York studio, and uh, I, with Fred's help, wrote uh, this game. Hi, I'm Steve Melanson, the uh, lead producer on Spider-Man, and uh, I worked the entire team to put this whole production together and what you can see and play right now. Hi, I'm Tatiana Nahai. I'm the product manager for the game. Uh, my role was uh, marketing for the game as well as general brand management as Marvel's day-to-day uh, -day contact, making sure that Marvel are happy with the game and that the Spider-Man content featured was uh, spot on and totally on brand. All right, thanks guys for introducing yourselves, telling us a little about you, what you did. We also saw the trailer here just a little while ago, um, kind of showing you some of the action that you can see in the game. But Steve, how about you start off and tell us a little bit about, like, give us a little overview of what the Spider-Man game is and what it's all about. Uh, sure, yeah, so Spider-Man Unlimited is, uh, it's more than just, you know, your average running game. It's uh, much more than that. It's uh, action web slinging game. And, um, you know, there's actual, real story to it. There's real uh, chapters and real issues like uh, that you would see in a real comic book. Um, and it follows a real uh, story. And then um, there's other modes of play where there's uh, special events that we have daily. And uh, there's like, you know, um, many, many, many Spider-Man in the game Yeah, that's, um, that you could win. That's, that's really great. Yep. And, you know, we're going to get into some of the details of exactly everything that's in the game here in a little bit. And you were talking about, you know, this draws direct inspiration from the comic. So I kind of wanted Chase and Fred here to talk a little bit about like, what was the inspiration for the game? Like, what did you guys draw from to develop this game, and how did you decide on the storyline that, that's in the game? Well, I mean, the list of Spider-Men that are in, and Marvel's in the middle right now of a Spider-Verse event that, that had, deals with all, all the Spider-Men that never existed, and there's been quite a number of versions of the character over the years, not just Peter Parker's various incarnations, but uh, di different time periods and different 
realities and, and, and all that fun stuff. And uh, the, the list that you guys came up with, I just thought was amazing. Just when I saw the final list, you guys got 99% of, I think, all the existing Spider-Man in the game. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I've always really liked the Elseworld stories and kind of these imaginary Spider-Man tales where you get a fresh take on the character. And I've also always really liked the fact that comics can kind of play with, you know, timelines and portals and stuff. And they're, they're, the laws of physics really don't need apply. So it seemed like um, by using the trope of a trans-dimensional portal, we could really bring a lot of these fun Spider-Men together in a battle royale to save New York City. Well, it's not exactly a battle royale. They're not fighting against each other, right? Right, yeah. They're fighting against uh, the Sinister Six, though. Yeah, so talk more about that. Sinister Six. Well, uh, the plot of the game, for those of you guys who haven't played it yet, is that is that this dimensional portal is opened up in, in sort of the main Spider-Man's New York City, and uh, various dimensions worth of Sinister Six members are sort of pouring through and trying to destroy and, and plunder this dimension. And he's got to stop it, but, you know, even though he's outnumbered because it's the Sinister Six, you know, to the nth power... Uh, of, of various iterations of those bad guys, Spider-Man can call on, through the portal, uh, other versions of himself. Yeah, and, like, so, starting out, like, how many, how many people do, do we currently have, like, how many Spider-Men do we currently have in the game, like? What, I think it's about um, 17 at this point, 20. What I love about the game is the fact that we launched with 14, but we're releasing a new Spider-Man every week, every Thursday, and we don't just release them. We have huge events around them, portals uh, specifically to make it easier to get those Spider-Men. And um, our ultimate goal is to just feature every Spider-Man that's ever existed. And uh, we have so much content coming up that it's uh, really exciting to see. Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds like a big undertaking. And uh, Steve, maybe you can talk a little bit to this, like, how how was that initial like discussion of how how are we going to get all this content into the game like how long has it taken basically for this game to to be developed um yeah i mean so that was a that's a good question so you know as being a spider-man fan in general um the first thing is all right well what spider-man do we want to put in this game and i did not realize that how <laughs> there's like hundreds and hundreds of um different types of spider-man so that was an interesting conversation because we had to really see who the top, you know, the first 20 we wanted to release. Um, so there's all different types of uh, Spider-Man and all different types of stories that go along with each one of them. Um, and, you know, for a game like this, uh, you know, we were definitely uh, in development for, you know, definitely well over a year. So it was a lot, uh, lot that goes into it, a lot that went into it. A lot that went into it and probably a lot that's going to be going into it in the next... Absolutely. There's so many things that I... Can't even talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we won't press you too hard then. Um, so also, in the trailer, we also saw kind of the art direction that kind of happened with the game. Like, can you guys talk a little bit more about that? Like, what kind of art direction did you guys decide on, and, and what chose you to go down that direction? Yeah, so the art direction we went with uh, was the shell shading uh, you know, style of graphics. And the main reason for that is because our game isn't, you know, based on anything else but the actual Spider-Man comic books themselves. And that enabled us to, uh, going with that art style, to give us the, give everybody as they're playing it that comic book feel of, of uh, actual like, you know, like hand-drawn uh, type of, you know, comics and you actually are playing a comic book. That was our, that was our idea. That was our intention. Yeah, and I, I think it definitely shows. Like, it definitely does give that that feel that you're actually in the comic book playing the game to a certain extent. And what's so great about that, by the way, is uh, not just that it looks like a comic and it feels like a comic and the experience is, you know, interactive, um, much like a interactive comic would be, but it's also the fact that the game has so much references and so much content. I mean, Spider-Man's been around for, what, 51 years? and the amount of references and hints of things that have occurred in the comics, it's, um, I'm really happy that we were able to really push the brand in a way that uh, would be exciting for Spider-Man fans. You don't just have multiple Spider-Men, you hear about their backstories, you have not just the Sinister Six, but um, you know, five different dimensional versions of them that's been seen throughout you know, the comics themselves. And, uh, 
you know, even the, like subtle and sly references. Um, it's just, it's uh, really fantastic from a Spider-Man fan perspective to see all of that included. Yeah, and uh, Chase and Fred, maybe you guys can talk a little bit more to this, but like, as far as kind of getting the feel of Spider-Man into the game, like, what did you guys draw upon to do that, and, and how did you feel that worked itself into the game? I mean, I think luckily Spider-Man has a very nice, distinctive personality. He's kind of a wisecracker, and he really lends himself to making a lot of jokes. Um, and I grew up a huge Spider-Man fan. I mean, ASM, Amazing Spider-Man number 400 was the first comic I ever bought. I bought it in a B. Dalton's at the mall, if anybody remembers B. Dalton's. And uh, so I've, I've got a really long history loving the character. So I guess sort of my own knowledge, uh, Fred was a huge resource just with his firsthand experience actually writing the character in the books. And, um, you know, there's a lot of iterations, a lot of drafts, but I really think we sort of, uh, you know, kept a nice, consistent voice throughout, and uh, I hope people have a lot of fun with it. Cool. I've actually heard stories of people laughing out loud at uh, actual dialogue between Spider-Man and the Vulture, so well done. <laughs> Laughter is actually the only thing that makes me not disappear like uh, Tinkerbell, so this is good. <laughs> this is what keeping you alive, basically. Well, I'm glad you're still around. <laughs> um, so speaking of that, how about we actually show off the game a little bit, like jump into the demo and show off a little bit of, of what's going on in the game. So I think, Steve, you're going you're gonna to man this, right? Sure, let's do it. Now I'll warn you, most producers are supposed to be amazing at this game. So no, no pressure on Steve here. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of pressure. And then Tatiana, I think you're going to kind of narrate yeah. as he's going through it and everything like that. I'll so, explain so exactly what you're seeing. and uh, That way Steve doesn't features. have the added pressure of having to talk while he's actually trying to play the game. That's right. And you guys are all allowed to make fun of him if he completely and utterly fails while he's doing this. I want I, tons. I know I will. So. Trash talking. <laughs> it's what I'm fully expecting. Booze, hisses. So we are actually playing on an, a retail version here. There's, so there's nothing super special about what we're playing here. So what you're seeing right now is the home page of Spider-Man. Uh, there's four major sections of the game. There's unlimited mode, which is exactly like what an endless runner would be, something that you're used to, ultimate, like just endless run until you die. But what makes Spider-Man Unlimited so special and unique is the narrative uh, story behind it. You play through a map, uh, each, with event, each with missions and that uh, have story dialogue that are really quirky and funny, or serious actually, um, each having unique references. So uh, we'll take a look at the story right now. Um, we have already gone through the first four m versions of the uh, Green Goblin. We've fought House of M Goblin and Grey Goblin and Gold Goblin and Menace. And now we're at uh, the Green Goblin, the ultimate battle. So uh, Steve, shall we take him down? So wait, now. What, what character are you playing with here? Here you have a Cosmic Spider-Man, which is one of my personal favorites. Cosmic Spider-Man is amazing because he's kind of uh, has all the powers of the universe type of a character. He's quite cool, and uh, I'm in love with his textures because they move around in this you know interactive galaxy shape. But why don't we show them some of the other characters you could have been? Here's your team. Um, where you get to choose your Spider-Man, and we have uh, iterations from all over the comics, um, all the way from the Scarlet Spiders to the Bumtastic Bagmans to the Bulletproof Spider Armor. We got them all, and they're pretty great. So, uh, should we go? Yeah, let's go in. So, as I said, some uh, narrative uh, dialogue. And we wanted to really push the comic element in this. So what you're going to see about Spider-Man Unlimited is that it's more than just an ordinary runner. It's a really interactive runner. And our main uh, goal was to really create a chaotic New York environment with sinister soldiers all over the place, with uh, pods flying from the sky, from dimensional portals, just absolute insanity going around you, but still making it accessible for a new player to experience. You can't stop me. And uh, I quite love the uh, Green Goblin voice. He's pretty amazing. 
And here's a swinging section where you get to swing a Spider-Man through the city. And it's, uh, it was really uh, highly regarded as one of the more innovative features that the game has in terms of just the core gameplay. And uh, each time you take down a Sinister Six soldier, you get rewards, XP, you get uh, vials, which is the soft currency that you can use to purchase things in the game. So normally here you're, like right now we're trying to chase down the Green Goblin, right? Yes, exactly. So yeah, to uh, give you a little bit of perspective, Spider-Man is chasing down the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin's running away from him, and uh, Spider-Man's just right on his trail the whole time. And this is one of the things of uh, really interactive, unique environments that's never been done in a runner in this way before. And now, in this story, this is like the third or fourth Green Goblin that we've... This is the final Green Goblin. This is the boss battle, the okay. ultimate boss battle. And then there he is. And there he is. There's the Green Goblin. He's finally decided to come around and face Spider-Man on his own. So S.H.I.E.L.D. has left these blue bombs for Spider-Man. You can see the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo on them. And Spider-Man can use them to take down the Green Goblin. So there's a real fight feel between you know, Spider-Man in a runner game, which again, has never been done before in this way. It's uh, competitive, it's exciting, it's exhilarating, it's uh, stressful. There, there it go. is. We've knocked him down in life and able to take him out. And he took him down, he Let's won the game. Let's give a round of applause to Steve, he did very well. That wasn't bad, Steve. That's more like it. So you're gonna see a fun little cutscene now, yeah? You have a future in this industry, Steve. <gasps> the Vulture. And a little reward for doing so well. Yes. And then so you, uh, basically what's just happened is Steve has unlocked issue one and has, uh, has gone on to uh, issue two. And now he gets to fight five different dimensional versions of uh, the Vulture who's been seen in uh, different comic iterations over the years and uh, that's the general idea. Now in addition to the um, the uh, fighting of the bosses in story mode you can also do side missions in which Nick Fury you'll see over there uh, uh, Nick Fury or um, Mary Jane or Black Cat will give you uh, missions narrative focus based on what the villains are doing in the story uh, to you know, collect data or take down villains or you know, save the just save the city. Um, so there's 25 different missions for each issue. So tons of content available. Now, why don't we uh, show them a bit of the events? So another element of Spider-Man Unlimited that is so unique and so different from this game is that we have live events that people play. They're uh, limited to um, a certain time, so you have three days for a future foundation event and uh, 30 hours left for the electroproof events. And these are all based on things that are going on in the game. Specifically, let's highlight the Future Foundation one because Future Foundation was just released in the game on Thursday, I believe, just yesterday. So we released this new event all about Future Foundation Spider-Man. And here's what's really awesome about the events. They are totally uh, about you and your progression and your skill level. You don't play against everyone in the world. You are ranked based on your general talent of the game and just your general skill level with people your level. So you're more likely to uh, do well in the leaderboards and the great thing about the leaderboards is you get prizes based on where you're ranked and it's, if you just participate, 
you get prizes. You're always guaranteed to win something. And that was really important for the game design, was to make it accessible for every type of player. And I think we've really done that. But if you're more of a single player type of player and not a multiplayer competitive type, then you actually have progressive rewards as well, where you just play the game at your own pace, try to gain rewards at your own speed, and, um, and just you know, end up winning them based on whether you were able to complete them. But you go at your own level, and it's just more accessible and easy for the average player. So in, so in this one, I could collect vials, and I would be able to get rewards based on the number of vials I collect. Exactly, yes. And um, each, uh, each uh, event has different prizes. These will have um, ISO 8, which is the hard currency, um, and vials, which is the soft currency. But sometimes you get even cooler prizes, such as uh, Portals or Spider-Man, and I'll get more into what portals are um, a little in a little bit. And then also, like, is there any rewards with playing with certain Spider-Man in the event? Or oh yes, that's true as well. Um, so basically, when you have a certain Spider-Man, you get uh, better scores. Um, so this is a Future Foundation event, meaning if you were able to get Future Foundation Spider-Man then you uh, will have um, ultimately a higher score. And um, it's one of the ways we make the events a little bit more dynamic and interesting for the average player. We're always changing up the gameplay, not keeping it the same, and uh, you know, just keeping people interested. I'm very proud of this pun. The violent. Are you ready to get violent? violent? I'm very proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's some expert writing skills right there. Yes. Um, Thank you. So were we wanting to jump into an event one, or are we going to Infinite uh, Let's actually show what the portals are, um, okay. because it's directly linked to the events. So let's first check out the team. So as we showed before, you have your own team. This is your team of Spider-Men that you have uh, gathered. Um, so this is like my Fantasy League roster, more or less, of Spider-Man? <laughs> Basically. Um, and each Spider-Man has a unique ability, unique um, rewards for playing as him, and, um, and there's different rarities, too. So you might have a more common one, you might have a rarer one, and you can rank them up. Uh, they have better score combos, etc. cetera. Um, this one I love is uh, Bulletproof Spider Armor. And uh, he was made in Horizon Labs, I believe. So what's this stuff on the, on the right like? Why is it purple outlined? OK, so um, those are the specific rewards that you get for um, you know, having that Spider-Man. So uh, Bulletproof, uh, Bulletproof Spider Armor has unique um, just abilities that you get. Um, and it affects your gameplay. And it uh, can help you with scores. So you can strategically use the right ones based on your ultimate goal for the game. So this one I get plus one from near misses, and apparently if I get up to five stars in rank, then I also get from attacks or something like that. That looks pretty cool. Exactly. And this one can go up to level 90. Uh, yeah, so if you're playing an event where you need to get a lot of combos and you're really good and you are not scared of living on the edge and get a lot of near misses, then this would be the spider for you. Cool. Uh, so let's, um, let's show the uh, summoning as well. So we can recruit Spider-Man. It's basically a lottery system, but it's not annoying. It's actually really fun. And uh, there's different lotteries based on um, the rarities of the Spider-Man that you get. There's the standard portal that's uh, unlocked with vials, and there's the premium portal, which is unlocked with ISO 8. And um, what's really unique is the event portals. So we have an event portal for electroproof Spider-Man. Um, making it uh, a lot easier to get that Spider-Man and ultimately rank him up and play as him. And if that's the Spider-Man that you've been dying to get, then you should totally go after that portal while it's still there. And those uh, switch all the time. So what, what's this rank up that you talked about? Right, so basically to rank up a Spider-Man, you, uh, you get new abilities with him and you increase his uh, level cap which means that he has uh, higher score bonuses, so your uh, score when you run is a lot more um, beneficial. So that's one of the things with Spider-Man Unlimited we wanted to do, was make it more of a mid-core game, make it accessible for the average player, 
but we added a lot of gameplay features to make it a lot deeper and more interesting to go beyond a typical runner. I mean, we've not just done that with uh, the core gameplay, we've done that with the whole design of the game, how to collect Spider-Man, and it's overall a uh, completely engaging and exciting experience. So why don't we uh, summon someone from the premium portal? Nice. Now we got another bullet. I'm here to help. So we got a bulletproof, which uh, we actually showed before. Um, so this actually works really well because now you can you have two bulletproofs, and you can use that one to rank up the other one and get better score bonuses. So why don't we do one more run real quick before we end this demo? Um, in a typical unlimited mode run. Oh, and uh, one new thing to add is um, the fact that we unlocked issue one, meaning that we have a second slot to play as a second Spider-Man. So you can um, run as your primary Spider-Man, but have a second Spider-Man gain benefits and uh, XP and bonuses and it goes to your score bonus and it goes to um, general abilities that you have in the game. So um, why don't we pick... 90 Scarlet Spider. Pick 90 Scarlet Spider. <laughs> pick Scarlet Spider. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So if no one knows who Ben Riley Scarlet Spider is, he's a clone of Peter Parker. So, um, and he's like quite loved in the franchise as well. So I was really excited <laughs> that we had him. For a certain age of reader. For a certain age of reader. So what's different about this than what we were playing before? So this is going to be more um, focused based on scores. And uh, when you play in limited mode, you always get uh, progression rewards similar to events, but a bit different, not as exciting. Oh. Steve! You did get some kind of like trophy there or something though. Check that hoodie. So coming up, we're going to have another unique gameplay feature. We have tons in the game. This is the iconic wall climbing in which you get to Keep use your going. gyro. So what is this combo combo thing down in the corner? Sorry? The combo thing, what is that? Oh, so combos um, are, you know, thing, it's a combo that you get from near misses or uh, rings or taking down Sinister Six soldiers and um, they go towards your overall score and XP. And now we just got a really sweet power-up, one of my favorite ones, actually, the spider hammer. And we're coming up into the Oscorp Chemical Lab. One of the things I really like about this game is the fact that it has seamless transitions of environment to environment. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. Miss me? <laughs> so they did a tag team just now. One uh, Spider-Man died, and uh, they're tag teaming between each other. We got another power-up coming out, the web shield. And you can tell, especially from this environment, because it's one of my favorites, how epic and awesome the comic coloring is. The, just the overall like textures and uh, look of the game is just it's so gorgeous and it's really interactive the environment is moving as insanely as spider-man moves you really have to be on top of it Now, so I get now the feeling that it's slowly getting mode. faster here, right? Yes. Uh, so it does get faster. You can see from Amazing. those white lines that you're going at a very high speed. And uh, the environments not only are really interactive, but we have tons of them in the game. 
The outside has, uh, you know, five different, you know, in colored environments itself, just the exterior of New York. We have, uh, you know, fighting against giant octopus robots, like massive uh, octopus robots, size of buildings. Um, Let me try. We got, uh, you know, going up Sinister Six spaceships and uh, taking on an entire fleet, an entire army inside the spaceship. So Spider-Man literally, I think we're actually going to see that right now. There we go. So this is the uh, Sinister Six helicarrier. There's tons of these around New York and you have to take them down. And we're uh, running into the, to, uh, the Vulture. This is the original Vulture. And each... I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, um, so okay, we're seeing the vulture's uh, knives. He's a uh, you know kind of a knife freak. So each uh, attack is also contextual to the villain. Oh, he did it! Yes, took him down. Steve. So we just got some major awards from being able to take down the Vulture in Unlimited mode. So now, sometimes you would have seen some skydiving uh, gyroscope animations as well, but we don't have them all the time to keep it interesting. So is it always random in what you're getting in? No more continues. <laughs> no more. But that was a pretty good run. Nice score. That was good, well Steve. Well done. Very well done. Anything else from the demo that you wanted to show? So yeah, um, after that you'll see um, you'll see how you did on the leaderboard. You have daily leaderboard, friend leaderboard, world leaderboard, and you're always going to get uh, rewards for j just placing and playing. Uh, so here are the rewards that you get for your rank on the global leaderboard, right? Exactly, yes. Cool. Uh, those are, and so those are some pretty amazing prizes, actually. Um, just one more thing to show before the demo ends is uh, if we go to the menu at the very top, you can see goals. You have daily goals uh, that you can accomplish. So. Three ISO 8 is always in your grasp every single day. Um, and uh, when you get prizes, you get them in your inbox. And uh, there's just, the game is constantly giving you so much. It's um, completely fully interactive and the gameplay is always changing. And uh, we have some upcoming content to keep it fresh constantly. All right, well, let's Covered give Steve a round stuff. of applause for helping us out and Tatiana for leading us through it. We're not to the QA portion yet. We will be in a little bit. Don't worry, we'll get to you. Um, <laughs> so we've shown off the game a little bit, um, but also part of the reason why we're having this panel is we wanted to talk a little bit about the development process. Like, what's it like to actually develop a game like this? Like, uh, as Steve mentioned before, you know, this was more than a year in development. It took a long time. You know, uh, we were working directly with Marvel to make sure that we were getting the right everything you know mixed together really well in the game. So. Um, I want to take a little bit of time to kind of talk about the development process. And um, Steve, maybe you can start it off by maybe talking a little bit about, I mean, you're, you're the producer, right? Like, what did you have to do in order to get this game to, you know, ship as it did back on October 10th? Um, that's a pretty broad I, I, question. You know, <laughs> condense it down. You know, let us know, like, some of the stuff that you, would, you, would, you were dealing with on, on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, uh, the first thing first is, you know, we were making a Spider-Man game, so we wanted to make, you know, like, the best Spider-Man game, the most awesomest Spider-Man game um, possible. Um, so we, you know, sat down with the team, and one of the first things was, you know, what can we do to actually make this? What's available to us? So... You know, talking with uh, with Marvel and with uh, Tatiana, and figuring out what what we can use at our disposable. You know, our disposal. What's uh, okay to use, um, and then just uh, working with our design team, um, and you know, 
basically like everybody was just super excited about it and uh, the momentum we had has never stopped and um, it was something it was uh, you know like a whole team effort it was like amazing and Chase maybe you can talk to this a little bit is there anything like is everything you wanted in the game necessarily in the game were there like failed ideas was there stuff that maybe didn't make it that you um I mean, yeah, I think with every game, there's a lot of back and forth in terms of stuff that you would like to have, but because of resources or because of time that maybe doesn't fit or because, you know, gameplay changes. Um, you, you, kind of, you kind of come up with everything and you send a lot of emails and you get really attached to certain things. And sometimes they tell you you can have them and you're really happy. Sometimes they tell you it's not possible and you're, you're and then we emotionally devastated. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, I think most of, most of what I wanted in the game is in the game and I think it looks really great. And then, Fred, like, you've worked on, you know, the comic books themselves. How is making, you know, working on the video game maybe different or alike or? Well, I mean, you know, you're still telling a story and you're still working on beats and dialogue and character interactions. So, I mean, the, 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 the broad strokes are the same. I mean, I would say just because I was consulting and not really writing, I was sort of more in an editorial position kind of you know, every once in a while saying, Spider-Man wouldn't say that, you know, or something <laughs> of that nature. But for the most part, Chase and the team did a great job bringing those comics to life. And then Tatiana, from, like, more of the marketing side, like, what what did you have to do on a daily basis to make sure that this game launched, that it has the content that's coming out for it that it is? Well, actually, Spider-Man Unlimited made it very easy for me to sell this <laughs> game. <laughs> um, but on a day-to-day -day basis, I would work with Marvel and make sure, you know, everything that they see in the game they're truly honestly happy with um you know they did they constantly from the very beginning was uh you know completely in the loop and so supportive of everything that we wanted and had such great ideas i really loved um the ideas that they provided for the game and um and you know in terms of the marketing assets alone just we Gameloft is so lucky that we have a massive studio with amazing artists, fantastic video editors. Um, we have licensing managers at our disposal to basically say, "I want this song. I want it for my trailer," and then they just, you know, they get it for me. Um, so, you know, the fact that we have all these resources is, you know, it's uh, definitely fantastic, and I'm really happy with uh, just the marketing overall. And now you kind of talked about how like a lot of different teams went into this. I know you guys are all from the New York team here working in New York on the game. Um, did that have any effect on the game? You know, Spider-Man lives in New York. And oh, definitely. I mean, there's so many nods to New York uh, throughout, um, throughout the running of New York. I mean, we're located right near the Flatiron District, which is one of the uh, buildings that you see in the game. It was definitely a nod to our own studio, as well as just being a really fantastic architectural structure. Um, but yeah, I definitely think being in New York, you we were able to capture a sense of the chaotic lifestyle of New York, except instead of angry people on the street, it's uh, you know dimensional villains trying to destroy everything. Um, and then, um, so you have the New York studio. Did you guys also draw on any resources outside of the New York studio? Oh, definitely. We have a fantastic video team, uh, video editing team in Montreal and Manila. Uh, we have a capture team that's purely all they do is capture screenshots and video gameplay footage. Um, in um, Bucharest, I believe, and in China. We have um, an art team in Montreal and Madrid. Um, so you have, we have people... We, uh, and we recorded the voiceover in Los Angeles with a lot of uh, familiar names. Nolan North's in there, uh, Tara Strong's in there. So um, we had a great cast, and uh, it was kind of like an all-over thing. And, and what was that process like? Like... Um, Were you? I'm guessing you're directly involved in that, right? Yeah. So um, I, I I wrote all the voiceover. Freda um, approved it, and uh, it then got sent to a studio in um, Los Angeles that Marvel had recommended. And I skyped in and uh, helped direct the sessions. But we also have a sound director up in Montreal who actually flew down and uh, sort of took a lot of points on that. You so know, I rarely get involved with uh, VO and sound design. Um, it's not really directly related to my job, but. Um, for Spider-Man, it was so important to me that we had a spot-on Spider-Man voice, 
And uh, Marvel was great. They recommended two people, and uh, we got Yuri Lowenthal, and he is fantastic. It was really important not to get cheesy, corny, and uh, high-pitched, but to get, you know, playful, yet, uh, you know, has the natural... Although cheesy, corny, high-pitched Spider-Man will be one of the later Spider-Man <laughs> in the later edition. That, that's one of the unlimited coming out exactly. in a future episode. <laughs> Wait for it. And Chase, did you get to, like, direct them at all, or yell at them, or tell them... That's not how Spider-Man would say it. I mean, the the great thing about most of these actors is they're all they were all like really really professional. It was um, it was it was, it was yeah it was it was a great experience and it was really fun working with a lot of these voices that I'd heard in other games and uh, I thought it was really nice. Cool. Um, so Tatian, you're also kind of talking about some of the content that we have in the game currently that. Like we we mentioned, we only have what seventeen or what was the number of Spider Mans out? You know, I lost track. I think it's about like seventeen to twenty Spider Men. Oh, okay. um, but you also mentioned that there's like you're literally like ninety nine percent of the Spider Man well, are trying to get worked into the game. So right. what what kind of content can people expect for the game coming up? Well, we have amazing content coming up. Uh, like I said, we release a new Spider Man every week. Um, with the ultimate goal of every Spider-Man ever. And uh, we've already worked uh, on a lot of models, so a lot of planned uh, Spider-Men are going to be in the game. And um, we're doing something really unique, actually. Uh, coming up in probably the end of October, we're going to have a community vote uh, for the next Spider-Man that's being featured. And I can't tell you which three you, uh, they can vote for, but I can, I can promise that it's from the uh, Superior Spider-Man number 32 and 33 comics, uh, which is directly linked to Spider-Verse. Um, so basically, if for anyone who doesn't know what Spider-Verse is, it's uh, the ultimate um, con convergence of all of the current running Spider-Man comics, in which every Spider-Man from every dimension meets each other against a uh, singular threat. So quite similar to our own story. So it's something we're working really hard on uh, to uh, match contents, live contents in the game, featuring you know uh, featured Spider-Mans that are in the comics. Um, we released them that week. Um, we have uh, similar storylines and similar, um, you know, just general contents. Um, so it's really, it's a really interactive and uh, totally live uh, release uh, plan. So some, it's very unique. I don't think any, um, any game has uh, released live content in this way before. So... Um, and, and Fred, you were talking a little bit about Spider-Verse earlier. Are you, are you working on that directly yourself or are you just... Okay, but so we have the the voting of the Spider-Man stuff. Right. Um, so we have three episodes out right now. Is that what it is? Yes. So um, basically, as we mentioned before, the story is uh, fighting against the Sinister Six. There are six members, obviously, but uh, we've only released the first three. One of uh, the things about Spider-Man Unlimited was we wanted it to be uh, kind of episodic content, so constantly releasing new um, villains. So um, while you have the first three issues out right now, um, the Green Goblin, the Vulture, and uh, Electro was just released yesterday, um, we'll also have the upcoming issue four, um, I believe uh, this month, and um, we're going to release it all the way to issue six and past that. Uh, we, in addition to that, we have um, uh, time-limited villains that you can play against in events that don't have anything to do with the Sinister Six but are still awesome. So we can still expect to see like a lot of the other, some of the other villains that Exactly, has to deal and with it should be said, list. it's a different Sinister Six. It's not the original one. We, uh, it's the new and formidable new and Sinister Six, new and improved, with definitely. A, with five different flavors of each yeah. type, right? Exactly. Same, same fun name, new fun flavors. <laughs> <laughs> and anything else that uh, people can expect to be coming out? Oh uh, well, I'd like to announce that um, the next Spider-Man being released on Thursday, and you're hearing this very for the very first time, is um, Big Time Spider-Man Stealth. So this is a Spider-Man that was created in um, in uh, the. 
I forget what it's called, the Horizon Labs. Uh, it was created in the Horizon Labs to fight against the Hobgoblin, and it's, um, it's the stealth mode version, and it's really cool, because it's black with this super neon red look. It uh, it's, looks pretty fantastic. I'm excited for that one. So I'm, we're not talking about ones that are definitely going to be released, but uh, Fred and Chase, are there any that you're hoping to see be released uh, maybe at some point in the, near, in the future? Um, I mean, yeah, I think there's, there's a number of Spider-Men I, I hope will be released. I think uh, one prominent in my mind and one that a lot of fans have mentioned is I think we would all love to see uh, Peter Porker, the amazing Spider-Ham, <laughs> uh, one day. I hope to get that little guy in there, but um, yeah, there's no telling what might happen. I want to see six-armed Spider-Man when he turned into like a half-spider creature. I'm sure the animators would love to do that. Yeah, I'm sure they would love. Right, that would, that would be such an easy skin. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I want to give a shout out to uh, to our dev team where we had uh, this, the the artists, uh, you know, and programmers and designers. Um, you know, the the things that they're doing is uh, pretty amazing. And like, the, just when we see the uh, the characters, like, we get it sent out to the team, and everyone's like, oh wow, this one is. This one's awesome, you know, every time. So all these that we're seeing that we can't talk about right now, I wish I could just say how awesome they all are. But Well, something I also really liked in the, in the demo that you guys were showing was also, like, all the different environments that you have there. I mean, I, d I don't know how many currently are in-game, but, like, is there plans to also release more environments? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's, uh, that's one thing that really stands out for this type of game because this is one of the first games where the, the environment is, is just ever so changing. You're not just playing in the same boring environment um, for just, you know, to get a high score. You're actually doing much more than that, um, you know. And, um, yeah, we have, we have at least, uh, you know, three to four new environments that we're working on um, already. Um, and they'll definitely be released, but who knows when. But, you know, I can't say, but it'll be uh, awesome new ones. Very cool. Um, so we're almost to the QA portion. I just wanted to ask, is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about as far as the development that didn't get mentioned or that you wanted to shout out to anyone on your teams? Yeah, and going back to the question uh, about all around the world, yeah. um, there was many, many uh, people that helped us, not just in the New York studio, um, like programmers and other other members of the team to really get the, the game done. So it was uh, it was a huge uh, you know effort, and I just wanted to thank those people as well because everybody uh, really helped out. Very cool. Anyone else? Anything more to say before we turn it over to the audience? There's rabid to give you guys some questions. All right, so let's move on to the QA portion. So if you have a question, raise your hand. They'll come around with the microphones on the side. Will you be releasing black black suit Spider-Man? Black suit Spider-Man. It's definitely in the plans. When? You'll have to wait and see. But I agree. He's awesome. I love him. Oh, look. We got the Spider-Man hoodie. I like that. I uh, just want to say love the game. Play it nonstop, even at work when I'm not supposed to. Uh, <laughs> my big question for you Me guys too. is, what process did you guys go through to find like the perfect Sinister Six for this game since there's been so many villains that teamed up for to take down Spider-Man like which ones like went through a development process like that would be perfect and also which ones were like your personal favorites right there so the Sinister Six so they're not gonna be able to talk about the ones that haven't been announced yet but of the three that are there like what what what, what was the process in deciding those three um I mean I think I can speak to this where there's a lot of considerations um I think first off, we wanted to choose iconic characters that would be really recognizable, but also there's the added consideration that uh, because of what the game is, like, is this villain going to work with our gameplay style? And um, are they going to have interesting attacks? Are they going to be able to move well through the environment? And um, so, you know, I think it was a, it was sort of a combination between what characters we ourselves liked and what would be really good for the, the system and players would enjoy playing against. This is a question to all of them. It's not about the game, but it's, the, it's about Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man movies did you like better, the Tobey Maguire ones or the Andrew Garfield ones, and why? Uh, you know, I didn't. I guess I just love the the comics and the cartoons so much. No, neither of them really did that much for me. Uh, I prefer the '60s cartoons to both of them, where you you can't see where he's swinging from. He's like just swinging from the sky. That's what I like. I actually, this is a complicated question because I really love Andrew Garfield's take on the amazing Spider-Man, but I feel like I'm probably going to have to go with uh, Spider-Man 2, the uh, Tobey Maguire one being my favorite Spider-Man uh, live action film of all time. Steve? Again, that's a super tough question. Uh, 
I watched the first, uh, you know, I watched the Tobey Maguire ones and then the, the amazing uh, Spider-Man new ones, and I kind of like them all. I don't have a real reason why I don't like uh, the new ones. I would say the new ones. All right. Tatiana? Oh, definitely Spider-Man 2. I love that movie. It just, uh, you know, you felt like Peter Parker's pain of being Spider-Man, like the loneliness, but like the uh, quips and the fun parts as well. Like, I think it captured it so beautifully. Um, but... With that said, my favorite villain was uh, the recent Green Goblin, the Harry Osborn Green Goblin. I really liked him. I thought he was dark and creepy, but like amazing and interesting. I kind of want to explore it. Sure. And uh, for myself, I think the original Spider-Man movie is actually my favorite. I was just coming back from two years in Argentina, and I watched it on the plane coming back, and I was like, oh, well, this is like America and whatnot. So it was a very... <laughs> eye-opening experience for me. Hi guys, love the game. Um, I have to figure out how I was going to phrase this, sorry. Um, it's okay, take your time. So I'm really excited that you guys are releasing new content every week, that's fantastic. Uh, when I think of like the really popular Spider-Man characters right now, the first two that come to my mind for like fan favorites are Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen at the moment, but I know both of those would probably require new voice actors. Uh, what are the odds that we would see that, considering I know it would be more work for you guys? Well, I'd say it's possible. Um, like I said, we are working with Marvel on Spider-Verse content, so there's a very good chance that uh, Spider-Verse content that you see in the comics will be released in the game. Thanks. Thanks for the question. Um, I'm going to quickly, so we had a Facebook post yesterday in which we asked players uh, to give us any questions that they wanted to ask the panel. So I'm going to read one of those questions. This comes from Matt Rice on the Facebook. He asked, are you considering an endless web swinging mode or event? Yes. <laughs> so, th so this would be basically where you're only web swinging. Like you're never actually right, I mean, on the ground. It's just that's like. What, yeah, and that's what Spider-Man's all about. And, you know, we recognize that. Um, and uh, it's something that super uh, being considered. Um, again, don't know when, but it's something that is so it's bound to happen. Spider-Man. So something that is definitely being considered. So that, that would actually be really cool because that is, I mean, I've, I've played the game myself. And yeah, like that's one of the parts I really like is the swinging. Is the wall crawling is also pretty cool. Will the Spider-Man Unlimited suit Wits and Spino Carnage be in, put in the game? something uh, that we've definitely been planning when I cannot say but it's uh, we're very aware that uh, there was a Spider-Man Unlimited TV show and the game is called Spider-Man Unlimited so uh, you know every chance we get to have a nod to past Spider-Man content we're going to want to do and I myself love Spiner Carnage I can make no promises but annoying emails to the artists which I do send <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that was the developer panel on Spider-Man Unlimited. Hopefully we answered a lot of your questions and uh, showed you guys a little bit something new about the game and the process that went into making that. Let's give a big round of applause to all of our <laughs> panelists here.